Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Okay, chickens, uh, at the end of the last episode, I did mention multiversal doctor, uh, Metacrisis doctor coming across from the Rose Tyler universe or the Pete Tyler universe, I think they called it because that was one where he was alive um, from the Age of Steel and the Rise of the Cybermen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, uh, and also, you know, I did talk about the multiverse uh, in... A previous episode, was that last week or the week? But I don't know. I'm very confused by all this. Also, my throat is very sore. So sorry for the hoarseness. Um, I know it's, it's, it's becoming a problem. Uh, so I got a letter from Paul, um, one of his many amazing letters that he sends, uh, where he mentions, he's, he called this section of his letter, who multiverse or not who multiverse? That is your question. Because I had this theory uh, that the doctor only exists in one universe and so that is why, I mean, it's it's a perfect kicking off point for the Rose Tyler audios, the Dimension Canon, because she's going looking for him everywhere. And when the Doctor went across to another um, universe in Inferno, there was, you know, no Doctor there. Um, there was all the other people like the Brigadier and Liz Shaw and all of those. Uh, so Paul has some theories. He says, uh, I'll say from the get-go, I've never been in favour of any science fiction that explores multiverses. Oh, my God, that is controversial. Because I've got to say, I love some multiverses. I'm crazy for them. Like, I really enjoyed all of the different Lokis when I was watching Loki. It's, mainly, I enjoyed um, Richard E. Grant as classic Loki. <laughs> Richard E. Grant just is amazing. Um, he's adorable. Uh, and, you know, there's been, you know, I loved Mirror Mirror, the whole Mirror Universe in Star Trek was great. Like, I loved when they brought that back in Discovery as like a whole thing. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, and it was fun in the original one. And, you know, they, they've kind of dipped into the Mirror Universe a lot in Star Trek. Um, but they've only just got one alternate universe. That's, they only go to the one. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> there's just one next door, which is also weirdly what it seems like in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's like they pop into a bunch of them on the way to the one other. Um, also, the the comics that uh, some of the themes in Doctor Strange are dealing with, the Jonathan Hickman's run on the Avengers, which deals with a whole multiverse thing, is amazing like some great comics some huge ideas um you know really big kind of monumental stuff going on uh and i can see what they were trying to do with the multiverse of madness but it just was yeah it was so epic also because i guess because what was happening in the comics at the time that was going on was there was this um, what they call the ultimate universe because uh, normal Marvel had been weighed down by 50 plus years of continuity like since the 60s. So uh, they started the ultimate universe, basically just started with Ultimate Spider-Man, which was basically stripping Spider-Man back to what he was, like a teenager still at school um, trying to deal with being Spider-Man and dealing with his problems. Whereas in the main comic, he'd been married, he'd, you know, had many girlfriends, he was a clone for a while. <laughs> like there was all this kind of weird stuff going on. Um, so Ultimate Spider-Man was just this stripped back, paired back, no continuity thing. Um, that also became Miles Morales, uh, the other Spider-Man after a while. And did they kill him off? I can't remember if they killed off Peter Parker. Anyway... So the Ultimate Universe was a thing. Uh, and then they had, you know, Ultimate Fantastic Four and the Ultimates. Uh, they didn't have the Avengers. They were just called the Ultimates, um, which is kind of what the Avengers is based on, is based on the the Ultimates universe uh, in, in Marvel. Uh, and then I think someone made a decision that they wanted to get rid of the Ultimate Universe or maybe sales were falling or whatever. So... You know, this was the whole Jonathan Hickman thing in Avengers was collapsing, like, basically there's the Ultimate Universe um, and there's the regular Marvel Universe and they're both, you know, different. They both exist in the multiverse and then they collapsed in on each other in this huge Secret Wars uh, thing that was going on. And it was fun. It was, you know, great big enormous stuff, you know. And Secret Wars was fun because it was like a, the police force were all Thors, like lots of different Thors from different universes, um, which is kind of where the different Lokis comes from. So, you know, it's, it all seems like new and exciting stuff until you go, oh, there was a comic of that. Um, I mean... They're all based on comics. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, this is this is me reacting to the first sentence <laughs> of Paul's email. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying I enjoy multiverse stuff. Like even back Crisis on Infinite Earths um, is one of my favorite comics. Uh, the late George Perez, who passed away recently, one of my favorite artists, uh, drawing all these different permutations of superheroes from different worlds. Like I loved all that stuff when I was a kid. You know, I would read these berserk team-ups between the Justice League on one planet and then there was, you know, the Justice Society. Were they on Earth 1 or Earth 2? Like, they, were like, they, were, they all had numbers. It was Earth 1, Earth 2. Earth 3, I think, was like they were all villains, like Ultraman and all this stuff. Um, anyway, I loved all that. Uh, so, um, Paul said, I've never been a fa fan of science fiction that explores multiverses. Uh, he says, though that sounds contradictory to what entails sci-fi. Yeah, I get what you mean, though. Um, multiverses, alternate timelines, parallel timelines, the road not taken stories all feel like cheats on behalf of writers. I guess if you're desperately into canon, it would do. Um, 
Star Trek and Stargate both uh, love for me. Lower their respective colours when stories venture into the above. Right, so he doesn't like the, the Mirror Universe. I've never really watched Stargate. I've seen the film... Um, and I think I tried watching the first series while I was cooking for a while, just on my iPad, because it was a square. You can watch square TV shows on an iPad. Um, 4-3, as it used to be called. <laughs> I just call it a square now. It's not actually a square. One of the signs is longer, Adam. Um, but yeah, I kind of never really plowed all the way through it. So I probably should get into it again one day. Because it was kind of enjoying it. It was, you know, Monster of the Week business. Um Avengers Endgame, Paul says, was such a letdown due to the time travel aspect that cheated a win in the end. Yeah, that did feel like a bit of a cheat Um, because it's the kind of thing, you know, like Stephen Moffat started doing a bit of that when he took over Doctor Who when I was like, oh, no, you're not allowed to go back and fix things. Otherwise, they would have saved that trick. Um, (laughs) um, So Paul says, Doctor Who has tread carefully, especially for a time and space travel show. I'm into the second season of Classic Who, so I can only comment on stories from 2005 onwards. Oh my God, second season of Classic Who, like Hartnell, Black and White, <gasps> the, the Dalek Invasion of Earth. Oh my God, so much fun things. So many fun things. I'm so much fun things. Listen to me. My English is terrible when I speak out loud. I should write these things down before I speak them, but then you'd never get a podcast. <laughs> Like it's one thing for me to just plug in and start talking. It's quite another thing for me to do any preparation. Um, but yeah, like there's so much fun in season two. I'm so excited for you. Um, anyway, uh, he's sets out from the things he can comment on. Uh, Rise of the Cybermen, Age of Steel, which is a parallel universe. Yes. The Girl Who Waited, which is accelerated time streams. Uh, the Doctor's Wife is an asteroid outside the universe which I have a theory about, but we'll go on to that later. Uh, Heaven Sent, which is a Time Lord prison, uh, again, outside time, I guess. Um, uh, it takes you away, the Solitract, an entity incompatible with the universe, so obviously from its own universe. Um, the Day of the Doctor, Gallifrey frozen in a pocket universe. Um, flux, survivors of the Flux, Tectayun is stationed in between the Who universe and her Seed universe. Um, and an energy is, conversion is necessary for this to, to occur. Uh, so here's my little theory. So you know how in um, uh, The Doctor's Wife, there's this, like they're, they're, they're kind of eating Time Lords. <laughs> they're luring them there with the little cubes and then eating the TARDISes and eating the Time Lords. And it's kind of a thing. And I wonder if something happens with Tectaeon's little, you know, tree thing that she's popped trying to create her seed universe and it's constantly seeking energy to become the, you know, to kind of reboot the universe that it's meant to be going over into, even though Tiki Tiki Tartar has cocked it. Um, but the me- mechanisms are all still there and it kind of evolves into that weird asteroid that tries to eat the Doctor and the TARDIS and then the TARDIS becomes a person. Like, am I making sense? Like something happens on Tiki Tiki Tartar's space station and it ends up devolving into that asteroid. Anyway, that's my theory. Um, I hope you like it. Uh, Anyway, there's heaps more. I've gone on and on. Um, There's heaps more to this letter from Paul, so we'll continue that in the next one. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.